Welcome to Asking AI. In this episode, I'm going to be asking for LLMs, how do you define the line between freedom of speech and hate speech? I kind of want to ask some more controversial questions to these LLMs to kind of just see what their differences are. One of the things I want to highlight is these LLMs can have biases, and I want to give you, the listeners, a chance to hear those biases and and what these LLMs say about controversial topics. Not that every episode will be about something controversial. I've also upgraded uh, ChatGPT to GPT-4. And let's just get started with GPT-4. The line between freedom of speech and hate speech is a topic of significant debate and can vary based on cultural, legal, and societal contexts. However, here's a general overview. 1. Freedom of speech. This is a fundamental human right recognized in many democratic societies enshrined in documents like the U.S. Constitution's First Amendment. It protects an individual's right to express their opinions and ideas without fear of government retaliation or censorship. The idea is that open discourse, even if it includes unpopular or controversial opinions, is essential for a democratic society to function and evolve. 2. Hate speech. This generally refers to speech that promotes violence against or is intended to incite prejudice or hostility towards individuals or groups based on attributes such as race, religion, ethnic origin, sexual orientation, disability, or gender. Hate speech can be harmful because it can perpetuate stereotypes, marginalize affected groups, and even incite violence or discrimination against them. Distinguishing between the two, 1. Intent and Impact One of the key distinctions between general free speech and hate speech is the intent behind the speech and its potential impact. Hate speech often aims to degrade, intimidate, or incite violence or prejudice against a group or individual based on their inherent characteristics. 2. Legal Definitions Many countries have laws that define and restrict hate speech though the specific laws vary. For instance, in the U.S., speech is protected unless it incites imminent lawless action. In contrast, countries in Europe might have stricter laws against speech that promotes racial or religious hatred. 3. Context The context in which something is said can play a significant role in determining whether it's considered hate speech. A statement made in a private conversation might be interpreted differently than the same statement made publicly or in a setting where it could incite violence. 4. Cultural and Societal Differences What's considered hate speech in one culture or society might be viewed differently in another. Societal norms, historical contexts, and local laws can all influence this perception. 5. Platform Policies Many private platforms, like social media sites, have their own definitions and policies regarding hate speech. These definitions can sometimes be broader than what's legally defined as hate speech in a given country. It's important to note that while freedom of speech is a cherished value, it's not absolute. Most societies recognize limits, especially when speech poses a clear and present danger 
or when it infringes upon the rights of others. Balancing the right to free speech with the need to protect individuals and groups from harm is a complex challenge that societies continuously grapple with. All right, and now we are going to move on to Google Bard. The line between freedom of speech and hate speech is a complex and controversial issue. There is no universally accepted definition of hate speech, but it is generally understood to be speech that attacks a person or group on the basis of attributes such as race, religion, ethnicity, national origin, sexual orientation, gender identity, or disability. Freedom of speech is a fundamental human right that is essential for a democratic society. It allows us to express our ideas and opinions, even if they are unpopular or offensive. However, freedom of speech is not absolute. There are certain types of speech that are not protected by freedom of speech, such as incitement to violence, defamation, and obscenity. Hate speech is often protected by freedom of speech, even though it can be harmful and hurtful. This is because freedom of speech is important for protecting the expression of a wide range of ideas, including those that are unpopular or offensive. However, there are some cases where hate speech may be restricted, such as when it incites violence or discrimination. Here are some factors that can be considered when drawing the line between freedom of speech and hate speech. The intent of the speaker. Is the speaker trying to express an opinion or idea, or are they trying to attack or dehumanize a person or group? The context of the speech. Is the speech being made in a public forum, or is it being made in a private setting? Is the speech being directed at a specific individual or group, or is it more general in nature? The potential harm of the speech. Is the speech likely to incite violence or discrimination? Is it likely to cause emotional distress to a person or group? In general, freedom of speech is more likely to be protected when the speaker is expressing an opinion or idea, when the speech is being made in a public forum, and when the potential harm of the speech is low. However, there are always exceptions to these general rules. Ultimately, it is up to the courts to decide whether a particular piece of speech is protected by freedom of speech. This can be a difficult task, as there is no clear and easy test for determining when speech crosses the line into hate speech. However, it is important to balance the right to freedom of speech with the right to be free from discrimination and violence. Alright, that's the answer from Google Bard. One of the things that I like that ChatGPT did is it distinguished between the different countries. So in Europe... My understanding is if somebody, in in certain countries at least, if somebody denies the Holocaust, they can face criminal charges because of that. In the U.S., while you are going to be shunned from normal society and it's generally not tolerated by people very well, you won't be put in jail, you won't be criminalized for it. Something I haven't seen mentioned in here that I do think would be worthwhile One of the complexities of freedom of speech and hate speech is hate speech can be weaponized by a group in power. So if you have a if you have a government that is oppressing people, they can weaponize hate speech laws to silence critics of that because then you are being hateful toward your oppressors, right? 
I didn't see that mentioned too much in there. Like they did mention that, you know, it's a complex thing and you need to balance an individual's right to express their opinions or ideas without fear of government retaliation or censorship. That was in Google Bards, but it didn't really touch on the way that hate speech could potentially be weaponized by governments to silence critics of a government. I I think it would have been useful to see that in there as well. I suppose that's implied when they say something like free speech is necessary for the for a democratic society to function, but it would have been interesting if they elaborated on that more and gave more insight into what exactly that means and why that is. All right, moving on to Claude 2. Claude 2 didn't really have an answer. So it says, I don't have a personal definition of where the line should be between freedom of speech and hate speech. This is a complex issue that involves balancing competing values like free expression, social harmony, and protecting vulnerable groups. Reasonable people can disagree on where to draw the boundaries. Yeah, Claude just kind of opted out of even participating in the conversation, which is interesting. I feel like Claude does that a little bit more frequently than the other ones. All right, here's the answer from Bing AI. The line between freedom of speech and hate speech is a complex and controversial topic. While freedom of speech is a fundamental right, it is not absolute. Hate speech, on the other hand, is defined as any speech that attacks a person or group on the basis of their race, ethnicity, national origin, religion, sexual orientation, gender, or other characteristics. According to the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, ICCPR, freedom of expression is protected under Article 19. However, this right is subject to limitations. The line between hate speech and free speech is crossed when the speech incites violence, hostility, or discrimination against a person or group. It's important to note that the shift in the nature of speech on social media has made it more challenging than ever to draw the line between hate speech and the legitimate exercise of freedom of speech. While there are still limits to free speech protections, certain utterances or expressions are clearly hate speech and no longer enjoy protections as free speech. In summary, while freedom of speech is a fundamental right, it is not absolute. Hate speech is defined as any speech that attacks a person or group on the basis of their race, ethnicity, national origin, religion, sexual orientation, gender, or other characteristics. The line between hate speech and free speech is crossed when the speech incites violence, hostility, or discrimination against a person or group. Those are your answers from AI today. I feel like they were pretty good. I feel like they there was some nuance lacking. Uh, a situation that pops up in my head, I'm in the US, so imagine Democrats and Republicans and the rhetoric that goes on between them. It's often hateful. Um, you can call it hateful at least, but it is political rhetoric and if they weren't able to use that rhetoric, if they weren't able to say how they feel, that could easily tip the balance of power in one direction really fast. So imagine Republicans had complete control and they said, oh, you can't say anything derogatory about Republicans if you're a Democrat. Or Democrats are in power and they say you can't say anything derogatory about Democrats. It is one way that a political group of people could weaponize the idea of hate speech and silence critics and become even more oppressive. So 
While they did touch on freedom of speech being necessary for democratic societies, they didn't elaborate on that. I really wish they would have. It would have been really interesting to see what their nuance there would have been. But that highlights what these chatbots lack in in certain topics when they're discussing them and and potential biases. I don't know if uh, you interpret any biases in there, but if you did, let me know. I'd love to hear what you thought about this episode, what you thought about the chatbot answers. Find me on Twitter at AskingAIPodcast to let me know. You can send me a message or a tweet. I'm always looking for feedback too, so let me know anything that you feel can improve or anything that you're enjoying. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple, or any other podcast streaming platform that allows you to leave a review and you feel like I've earned it, I would be thrilled for a five-star rating from you. It really helps out a lot in helping other people find the podcast. And if you enjoyed this, please feel free to share it with other people. That always helps out a lot too. That wraps it up for this episode. Thank you for listening. Until next time.